Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, February 22nd. It's getting busy on the Republican 2024 presidential campaign trail, and Joe Biden is providing an opportunity for criticism. Donald Trump, as we've noted before on this podcast, plans to run this third bid for the White House very differently than his previous two. Remember that 2016 campaign was all about being the outsider that upended every political norm and formulated a passionate following inside the Republican primary electorate. The 2020 campaign was running as an incumbent president on the defensive of his handling of COVID uh, and the aftermath of all of that. The 2024 campaign version of Donald Trump is one where he is going to reportedly try to lean into his former presidential status. Now, this uh, may be a design of necessity, meaning Donald Trump may not be able to command an arena full of tens of thousands of supporters at the moment. His popularity, while still clearly has a strong connection to a swath of the Republican base, may not be at that level where he can do multiple rallies a week with the kind of crowd size that he loves. And so if that's the case, and if it's the case that the Trump team is going to try to ramp up here rather than sort of start at that place, the design here is to be a sort of shadow president to Joe Biden, to be the alternative vision of what a president looks like. And when you've been president before, that's not too hard in terms of capturing the imagination of people to do. They've already seen you in that role. So that brings us to Donald Trump's trip to East Palestine, Ohio today. As you know, there's that toxic train derailment that occurred there, and the fallout in that community uh, has been painful to watch. And Donald Trump went into Ohio today to play that empathetic card. Now, empathy is not normally something we think of with Donald Trump, but he was eager to draw the contrast with Joe Biden, who has not visited the community as of yet. And in fact, Donald Trump, when asked about that, said, quote, I think it's terrible not showing up. To the people of East Palestine and to the nearby communities in Ohio and Pennsylvania, Uh, We have told you loud and clear, you are not forgotten. You are not forgotten. We stand with you, we pray for you, and we will stay with you in your fight to help answer. And the accountability that you deserve will have that accountability. It'll all be out there very clearly. So the purpose of the visit today was clearly to get there first and paint a different picture of what he thinks presidential leadership looks like and demands in a moment like this. Listen to Donald Trump on his tour today. I sincerely hope that when your representatives and all of the politicians get here, including Biden, they get back from touring Ukraine, that he's got some money left over. Now, as you know, President Biden's been over in Eastern Europe this week. He has spoken to the governors of Ohio and Pennsylvania. The head of his environmental protection agency has been in Ohio uh, a couple of times now. And in fact, EPA Administrator Regan was on CNN this morning. 
as we uh, force Norfolk Southern to take full accountability for what they've done, Norfolk Southern will pay for everything. And anything that we do, Norfolk Southern will reimburse us. They are the ones that caused this mess. They are the ones that are going to clean up and fix this mess. Biden's transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, is expected to be there. And Biden is taking to Instagram to push back on some of this Republican criticism as if he is turning his back on the community, noting that Republicans, including Trump, have loosened EPA regulations, making it difficult to strengthen rail safety. Now, it's not entirely clear if the loosening of specific regulations would have applied to this incident, hence the the broad pushback that you're hearing from Biden. But Republicans are clearly trying to seize on this moment as a moment to say that presidential leadership under Joe Biden is missing here. Listen to Nikki Haley's argument in Iowa. Can we first acknowledge the fact that, yes, Biden's over in Poland, but shouldn't he be with those people in Ohio? You always, you have to always, during any time of crisis, go to your people immediately. Political broadsides like this, back and forth, are not going to solve the immediate health challenges and pain being experienced inside the East Palestine community. It is a community that is overwhelmingly Trump country. If you look at the politics of it, I think it was a 70-30 area for President Trump. So he is uh, being welcomed there in sort of hero fashion in many ways. And and, uh, this is his base of support. But that is irrelevant to the actual work that needs to be done here, how Norfolk Southern, the railroad, is responding to this and, and whether or not they will take full responsibility here how the administration uh, deals with it, such as we've been discussing with the EPA chief and, and with the transportation secretary going in. The politics are a bit more theatrical than actually based in any kind of solution to making the immediate problem better for residents. We should note, of course, Donald Trump is far more eager to be leaning into this kind of presidential empathy tour than he is wanting to deal with his ongoing legal problems, of which there are many. In an astounding interview on CNN last night, the foreperson of the special grand jury in Georgia spoke publicly about what she hopes happens in this case and revealed a little bit about what this special grand jury has recommended to prosecutors. There are indictments recommended, of course. Is it more than 12 people? Is it more than 20 people? It's not a short list. More than a dozen, though, I think I'd heard you say in another interview. I believe so. That's probably a good assumption. I'm not the judge. I'm not the lawyers. But I, I will be frustrated if nothing happens. Now, the special grand jury does not actually issue indictments. It just makes recommendations to the Fulton County district attorney who is responsible for deciding whether or not indictments will be brought against anyone in this case. The district attorney, Fonnie Willis, has said that charging decision is imminent, though we haven't seen anything yet. So we await to sort of learn what imminent means in this case. But obviously, all eyes watching to see if indeed Donald Trump gets indicted in this case related to his efforts to overturn the election results in Georgia, specifically in this case, 
and of course, ultimately, nationally. One final 2024 note for you on this Wednesday. Biotech and health entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy last night announced that he's in. He's running for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. He posted a video to Twitter, and he announced his campaign on Tucker Carlson on Fox News. This isn't just a political campaign. This is a cultural movement to create a new American dream for the next generation. We'll see in this campaign is there space for a true outsider to the political process to come in. We saw in the Democratic race four years ago, Andrew Yang came from outside the political process and caught some fire with some swath of the electorate, though did not amount uh, to a successful candidacy, of course. Uh, We'll see if, in this case, this health entrepreneur, this biotech executive, is able to shake up the political culture and actually make a big impact in this battle for the Republican nomination. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.